It's not getting it, getting it. Personally, uh, it's actually uh, it's actually going back, going back to being an adult around the time that I was born. Because uh, for me, uh, everybody, it, <coughs> it is not a secret that I'm a huge hip hop fan. And in 1973, uh, hip hop and I were born at the same time. So I would love to go back to that era and be a part of like the jams that they used to have in the parks in New York when it was really in its infancy and watch and watch yeah. this culture emerge being born and uh, yeah. that yeah because like I say I'm I'm a huge fan of fan of it and and kind uh, of kind of a, a historian of the culture uh, but to have been been there. You know, during during those times would have been pretty cool to me. Chris O'Connor. Um, so I'll start off by saying uh, I would not want to live at any other time than right now. I love it right now, and I think the things that we look back at as historical transgressions and horrible things, if you think about how much this country's grown in terms of just tolerance and technological advancement and life expectancy and all those other things, I wouldn't want to live at any other time other than right now. I think it's great. But I also think the best and worst 20 years in this country happened at the exact same time, and that would be 1910 to 1930. Yeah. And it would have been, think of all the things that you would have seen. You would have seen your first airplane, you would have seen your first car, yeah. you would have seen all these amazing things, and then you would have experienced the absolute horrific slaughter of World War One, which was nothing but slaughter was all it was. It was a slaughter. Yeah. Uh, and then you would have maybe hopefully lived through the, the jazz age, the golden era, the right, jazz age, right. and then you just set yourself up for the Great Depression. So it's, <laughs> it's the most mixed bag of 20 years right. ever in the history of this country. And you have the largest economic boom because you had those roaring 20s where 
It's exactly what I'm saying. You just literally just set yourself up for the Great Depression. So you would have had 10 great years and then... And then, bam. But think about it, too. You also had the suffragette movement. You had the beginning of of a really, truly organized civil rights movement in this country. You had the beginning of everything. Prohibition and Harlem. Which brought on organized crime. It would have been fun. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, everything yeah, prohibition about it brought on organized crime. Yeah. I mean, organized crime existed before, but it was. Hey, I resemble that remark. Last person answer. Yeah. Actually, uh, well, today he won't be uh, because we haven't heard anything from Carolyn today. Oh, God. Carolyn, speak, speak <laughs> I up. I will on speak loud. Um, there are two, I guess there's two errors, actually. You kind of touched on it first. I think, like, the sort of 70s. In New York City, you had, um, to the 80s, I think that 10 years, the sort of hip-hop, hip-hop yeah. beginning of punk rock. Um, mm, yeah, forget about CBGB. Yeah. All sorts of, yeah, and just even maybe earlier into the, like, mid-60s, you had sort of the whole Warholian era. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah a lot yeah. of great stuff going on. Um, hey, puppy. Oh, my God. It's a wolf dog. <laughs> Hi, puppy. I said we are really floating on the water right now out there in podcast land, and uh, beautiful husky. And on the shore, there is a gorgeous husky, just just watching us have a podcast right now. He wants to come on board. He's don't watching. jump in. He's like, yeah, I see my master over there, but that's all right. He's a good American dog. Right. There you go. <laughs> what would have been the other time? Sorry. Um, I think it would have been interesting to grow up during the Nixon era, um, Woodward and Bernstein, and sort of seeing that change in American opinion as it relates to politics and how much we can trust our leaders and how much more vigilant you have to be what happened when to Kent you're State? people. You know, coming from the journalist uh, on our boat, I, I, that makes good, <laughs> makes good sense. I think a lot of really great... Um, do you think that was the pinnacle of cynicism, or do you think it started before that? Because I think a lot of it started maybe in Vietnam, and then that was the pinnacle, the height of the cynicism. So you're probably right it's, it's, it. it's interesting. But I think definitely before those eras, people it seemed a little bit more. I don't want to say blind. I don't think I. I want to give people more credit than that. But um, you didn't think to. You didn't think so much to question your president so much, and I think that. Yeah. Um, we do well, now. Yeah. We certainly do that. I think. Every, is, I think we always have. I mean, it's one of the biggest yeah. myths in American history that people thought most Americans didn't know FDR had polio. Everybody knew he had polio. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was common knowledge. They just didn't film it because they didn't want other countries seeing us uh, as a, we had a weak president. But every American knew we had polio. That's one of the but things they respected in American they, history. They respected he overcame it, an obstacle, you yeah. know. So when he stood yeah. up and gave his speech, it was a pretty triumphant moment, you know. Not that I agreed with necessarily all of his politics. But well, we had three or four channels, so we had to watch it. Well, there was yeah, you had been watching newsreels at that point. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the truth. But you know. It is, it is funny how history gets distorted and reinvents itself over time. The notion of founding fathers. Well, actually, there's a bunch of guys who hated each other. They couldn't yeah. stand each other. Yeah. The country was born out of compromise. I mean, that's the best part. Jefferson I mean, and Jefferson Adams is awesome. To... Jefferson's great, but, you know. Yeah. Adams and, and Jefferson Hamilton wanted to kill each other. hated him. Yeah, and <laughs> Hamilton. And, like, yeah. Hamilton, honestly, is my favorite guy who started this country. Believed in a national system at the first bank. Got us out of debt. You know, just really, truly, honestly. And set Thomas Jefferson as a tore all that up. <laughs> Yeah, and said the Constitution <laughs> should be remade every 20 years. I'm like, an idiot. But, I mean, he did some good things, too. I'm not, I'm not throwing out everything that he did. <laughs> Trust me. But, man, like, if you think about them all as a group, because I love, like, if you listen like, a Fox News, like, the Founding Fathers said this and this. I'm like, no, they were a bunch of guys who hated each other who just literally got together and formed, through compromise, a good system of government. 
Okay, yeah, right, right, hold on. We can learn what, a little bit well, from well, that well, now. Guys, huh? guys, guys, sure. I think what forged that compromise was an aversion to taxes and a foreign king. Literally, there was a one-cent tax <laughs> that started in the war. Yeah. A one-cent tax. A one-cent tax. That was all we were paying. I mean, it's amazing. If you look at it today, well, in, in any in, other in country, that would have just been terrorism. That was a $12 tax, but yeah, still. But still. <laughs> if you, if you, were, if you were British, why I love clearly that you would have been some Americans are terrorists. Yeah, we are terrorists. I mean, uh, imagine Puerto Rico trying to leave or something else. We would just consider them terrorists at this point. You know, it's, it's interesting. When it's just always history is made by the winner. That is maybe Wait, the, the, the greatest. Well, no, I mean, but do you think people were still cynical, cynical towards uh, about their leaders? Absolutely. In fact, if you go back and read, to, like, I mean, horrifically so. In fact, okay. the true the the term objective journalism didn't even come around until 1900. Prior to that, it was literally every paper was objective. For example, the Kansas City Star was hyper Republican up until. Uh, the end of World War One, hyper Republican. Which, by the way, Republicans prior to uh, Roosevelt were considered the Liberal Party. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. TR was actually very progressive. If, you read, if yes. you read most of the New Deal, but actually a lot of it was Theodore Roosevelt's ideas. Oh, he busted. You know, he, so. he busted the big, the big business. But he also believed in the social safety net. He believed in uh, mm-hmm. health care. You know, he believed in all kinds of things yeah, that I mean, FDR adopted. Yeah, Johnson, I think, it was probably the very reason for the parties flipping the way that they did. I mean, the Dixiecrats just did not want to back any of the social changes that he was trying to put in place. And, you know, and he said when he did it, we're going to lose the South for several generations. He said, I lost the South for 60 years once he signed the Civil Rights Bill. Yeah, and and he knew he he had, but he, once again, gets back to... There are people, whether they, whether it's for the good, for the right reasons or the wrong reasons, they knew right and wrong, right, and were willing to do what was right, despite opinions, despite friends, despite whatever, and that has shaped the nation that we all live in and love today, and and you know, and that's, you know. I'm never, I'm never one of those people that oh, I love being an American, but I tell you what. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to be anything else, mm-hmm. you know. There there are times that uh, that I think about, oh, you know, living in, you know, living in France or living in Amsterdam or, you know, someplace would be really cool, but... It's just really cool, yeah, that's but, it. But I, like, but I like being in America. I don't know. Yeah, I, I do, too. They, they did a lot of, a lot of great things. Anybody else it notice? The French, French writings and the... Uh, you know, that kind of stuff that prompted the American Revolution. I mean, the idea of the French liberty was really the dawning of this country, the fact that they blockaded the harbors. I mean, we are a country because they blockaded the harbors. Well, the French were, you know, it's, I mean, let's be about yes. it. It's, it's incredible. Anybody else notice how this podcast intertwines history, politics, pop culture together, yeah. and everyone here is from a very different background, yeah. and the discourse is civil, which yeah. you can't say yeah. that about public or our politicians. And, and, That's the beauty of our and, and, podcast. And, th- and, thus, <laughs> and thus is why I love the Law Party Podcast. Because we are a group of people that if you just... If, if somebody looked just us? looked at us, <laughs> would not, not... Actually, wouldn't even think we'd all be friends, let alone... Like, actually all converging on one of our friends' homes and going out and riding a boat together and doing a podcast together. You know, we are, we are the gumbo that is America. And, uh, I like that and, gumbo. Uh, and we and, like uh, gumbo. 
<laughs> and we do like gumbo. Yeah. Uh, Let's go eat some gumbo. Did I did I miss <laughs> did I miss anybody? No. Anybody yeah, else? We're good. By say by say be, being the uh, the senior person on the boat, do you have any last words on the topic, Dave? Well, I I, I love the subject matter. I thought uh, everybody brought up great points, and and um, you know, and, and Chris, I think you hit on it um, more than anything. I said you know, today. Well, it's been an incredible, I'm 68 years old, guys. When I was growing up, we still made phone calls by cranking a phone. And you get an operator, and you tell her who you wanted to You call. old fogey. To today, we're, you know, look, we're not very far from when we'll be doing this. Hello? Yeah. Touch her somewhere yeah, here. Touch, yeah, touch her here or something. And to watch the way technology has expanded in my in our life structure. But everybody, I think I'm going to live to be 138 because of the way things are. And, and God knows? willing. God help me. And the fact that, you know, I basically have a a basic belief, and of course it's taken years to get to there, but we all bleed red. Mm -hmm. So we're all the same. And uh, and I like the fact that we can all get together and and be together on a day like today and and have this conversation. But that's, you know, I think you just take everything that we kind of put, and there's all those good things that have happened, and where where are we headed to? More great things. And if we all believe our politicians are going to do it, then we're crazy. We're going to do it. Bingo. And we the people. We the people will do we it. We are so the people. It's just made a strong population, a strong group of people. And and, uh, and there are still a lot of idiots that just believe everything that some politician says. Mm. Uh, and I wouldn't, did I say idiots loud enough? <laughs> but um, They're still a minority, though. <laughs> God bless. As long as we pay them lifelong pensions... Yeah, let's not get into politics. Yeah. But they are a minority. Yeah. We are still we the people, and we are the majority. And go. we are all people of us. Remember that. Yep. And I don't, I don't think we're in danger of, of truly in danger of, of, of losing of losing that in this country. I think we've we've got uh, we've got you know people that you know you feel one way or the other about that are uh, running to uh, run our nation for the next few years, but. You know, I think as Chris has uh, kind of reminded me on multiple occasions, in the uh, grand scheme of time, you know, it's just there. You know, he or she is just another idiot, <laughs> and they will be gone just as fast as they came. It's the system, and it's not the people. Yeah, there you go. I mean, the system. You got you got to put your faith in the system. There we go. I think on that, I think we have. Uh, I think that's the right place to end it. So. Uh, for today's Waker. <laughs> for today, I think for today's for today's Rio's corner, I normally would do a a quote or something uh, ultra profound. But I think the best quote uh, for for today for the topic, and since the fact that it is the Fourth of July, um, I'm going to start with that was a bald eagle, by the way. Wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with I'm going to start with my toast, and I'm going to end with my quote. So, everybody, glasses up. Glasses up. And, of course, the quote is the quote that started it all, to good times with good people. And the quote is, God bless America. God bless America. And we had a bald eagle flying with a boat while you were putting that together. That's right.